and welcome to another episode of Boundless Body Radio. I'm your host, Casey Ruff, and today we are releasing a special episode. This is a story that was told to me recently in a podcast interview that I did with Kushal Choksi. Um, he is the author of the book On a Wing and a Prayer, which just came out not too long ago. This is the story of Kushal um, actually being on the second floor of the North Tower of the World Trade Center when the first plane hit his building. And... Um, it's just, it's such an incredible story. It's so terrifying. Um, he, he describes like, you know, getting out of the building, what that was like, what all the debris was like. He was actually one of the very last people to board a ferry leaving Manhattan that morning. And that's where he saw the second tower collapse. So um, after, you know, going through all of that, his life changed. He found breath work. He found meditation. He shares his message, which is really beautiful and wonderful. Um, it was an honor to have him. We don't release that full episode until January 26th of 2022. Um, but I thought this story was just so incredible. And I really wanted to share it in a special episode. So I am going to turn it over to Kushal. Please listen to his story, which is amazing, and look out for his full episode coming out on January 26, 2022. And without further ado, here he is. Before we talk about September 11th, I want to back up one day to September 10th. And obviously, you won't have direct memories of September 10th, but I want to know, what was a day in the life like for you? Like, describe a normal day um, th that would have been like September 10th, the day before. Well, um, frankly, all the, all the years that I spent on Wall Street leading up to that day were all the same, <laughs> which was... Um, and more or less, I could say the same both weekdays and weekends. We'd, we'd work crazy hours and, um, you know, wake up early in the morning, get to the trading desk, thinking about what all things you had to do that day, go there. And there's, there was not a, not a single dull moment, you know, how animated the trading desks are. Um, so I'd be sitting out there in the corner of a trading desk and, and kind of working away on the stuff. Um, there's so much screaming and there's just so much adrenaline so much um the, the nerves are so frayed and everybody's shouting screaming it, it's just one of those days and before you 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 know it's it's the closing bell and it's 5 p.m um then you do stuff to take care of for the next day and by the time you come home it's like 8 9 p.m and and the the, the whole thing starts again the next day and perhaps would extend into the weekend so it was all a, a blur. It was a, it was a constant um, um, sort of a, a, on that belt that I was running, um, chasing one bonus after the other, wanting to get up the, the rung of the corporate ladder. All that was, was constantly, um, it was constantly going on. Wow. Interesting. So the morning of September 11th, I remember from some of the cameras um, that were showing like the normal news that we saw afterwards looked like an absolutely beautiful morning. I'm assuming it just felt like a normal day for you. How, how did the events of that day unfold? Yeah, it was, like you said, was a very normal morning for me on my way to work. And I was in North Tower um, on the second floor when the first plane hit. Um, and of course, no one had any idea what had happened, but suddenly there was a pandemonium. That, I mean, the, the second floor, the mezzanine floor was um, was where all the commuters kind of 
came poured out of the subways and and went out in all different directions uh, towards their um their own buildings and i was in the in in that swarm of commuters in that morning and suddenly this big loud bang sort of kind of froze everyone for a, for a second just imagine people going in all different directions and then everyone pauses for a second and then it erupts into some sort of madness people are screaming nobody had no, nobody knew what had happened casey nobody knew that that plane had hit but as if there was a palpable fear in the in the air that gripped everyone and and so people were they're shouting there was i remember one one fellow speaking on the phone saying a bomb has gone off and you know just people were just it was just a panic and chaos and um you know i i i thought whether to go back down in the train and, and run away from it but i thought you know let me i'm just going to go out and as i was going out as i was stepping out there was this well meaning security person who was asking everyone to go back in if you worked here go back to your desks if you don't work here just stay in the center of the building because because it was unsafe outside you know there was all sorts of um, you know splinters and 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 cement chips all that kind of was raining after the explosion um and so it was very unsafe to be outside and he was asking everyone just go in just go in but you know i stepped out i stepped out and as i'm looking at um as i'm looking at the building i'm looking at the whole in the in the building in the facade um kind of trying to process what had happened another aircraft just comes from the corner of my left eye and and just pierces the south tower and now it was very clear that this was not um an accident of any sort in in any any sort so this was some deliberate action and and yeah so that was me sort of caught in that whole storm um up close and personal wow it's just it's so chilling i i still have the front page newspaper from september 11 2001 and it shows just the the crowds of people um, running away from this building that's that's starting to crumble, and you see the the smoke and the debris and everything, and you see the direct just fear in people's eyes. And one of the side pictures shows somebody you know jumping, and and they're they're head first heading down, and it's so it's I don't know I don't know how to describe it. It's chilling. Like I said, it's it's just it's so hard to see. Were you part of that crowd that was like trying to run away? No, and I, and I saw all that in person. It was, um, I mean, I avoided talking about some of these because I didn't know how graphic you wanted me to get, but people jumping out of the building in front of me. Um, and and I was also one of the, those people who were running away from the, from the cloud and plume of smoke and debris as the North Tower collapsed. Um, in fact, I was as I was walking towards um, the east side where my office was, um, and and the north tower collapsed, and the whole debris was just chasing us. As I, I look around and I see this this debris is kind of moving towards us through these narrow alleys of of Man, Lower Manhattan, and um, I start running away from it, and 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 towards the east side, there's a there's a there's an old slip where all the ferries dock and one commuter ferry was pulling out. It had already pulled out and it was just moving out, sort of pulling away from the 
from from the dock and i just ran and with that momentum leapt onto the boat and there was the last ferry that left the island that day and so i was kind of the you know it struck me later on that i was the last person to be on the last ferry that left the left the city uh, on that that fateful morning that's incredible what kind of view did you see as you were heading away from the island did you get to see the whole thing did you watch both of the towers collapse or had that already happened at this point so the first tower had already collapsed and that the dust that was chasing you know towards me kind of now now that it had missed us uh, you know it it had now went back and enveloped the entire skyline of the city you could not see a single building it was all just you know from the I'm, I'm talking about looking at lower manhattan from the east river mm. and you could not see anything but as the, the the boat was headed to towards vehawk in new jersey and it, as it turned around the corner on towards the lower manhattan and came onto the hudson um right in that moment the the other tower the south tower collapsed wow um, wow and so we kind of saw it from the from the ferry um and yeah it was it was one of those moments where on one side there was a loud rumbling noise as the tower was collapsing but around everywhere including in the mine there was complete stillness there, nobody forget about imagining um nobody was even ready to process this as it was happening in front of their own eyes um so yeah it's it's i i i close my eyes and that whole thing is still in front of me wow um, very vividly wow So thanks again for listening to that special episode with Kushal Choksi, um, who is the author of the recent book, On a Wing and a Prayer. What a just terrifying story. Um, we were really happy to share that, and we were really grateful and happy to Kushal for being um, vulnerable and willing to tell that story. I'm sure it's very traumatic for him to recall those events. He and his wife also operate uh, Element Truffles in New York City. They make chocolates, so be sure to go check them out at elementtruffles.com. And if you don't mind, please take the time to go over to Apple Podcasts, drop us a rating and review, we don't often ask for them because I want to earn them and I want my audience to go over there naturally, but it really does help. So if you don't mind, it, it takes 15 seconds to just go over and leave us a rating and review. We really appreciate it. And that was another episode of Boundless Body Radio.